podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to episode number 37 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James Harrison. And my name is James Hounsell. And together we are TTM Sports. Now, we're back again for another podcast and this one is all about transfers. The breaking news coming out today is Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi is to leave Barcelona. What that then will trigger off is what we believe a Jenga collapse in the market to bring in every club to the table. The top table. James, take it away. Yeah, and I think we've seen the first tectonic plate move now in the you know the, the world transfer saga. The Jack Grealish signing £100 million to Manchester City. Um, one piece has moved. Everything else has got to now start moving into place. We've seen a little bit of Villa as well, starting to spend a bit of that cold, hard cash on uh, the likes of Ings, Buendia, Leon Bailey. So they're, they're, they're going to start spending big. Um, but yeah, the, the, all bets are off now, as far as I'm concerned, because now Grealish has gone, the market's wide open. Yeah, absolutely. Another one Aston Villa are interested in is Todd Cadwell from Norwich City. Uh, I yeah. think that would be a wonderful signing for Aston Villa. Mm. Um, I, I think as a replacement for Jack Grealish, I don't think you can get any more like for like, if I'm honest, even down to the shin pad uh, fashion accessory. I think mm. as far as I'm concerned, uh, Villa buying well, buying shrewdly in the Ings deal was a blast from the past. Yeah, the Ings deal came completely out of nowhere. Backdoor stuff. Uh, wonderful, wonderful signing, to be fair. Um, you know, but the only thing I will say about Ings is uh, he was been linked with pretty much everyone. There, there was loose links to Manchester City. There were there were links to Tottenham. Um, Arsenal were, were, were said to be in the mix. Everton. And he's ended up at Aston Villa. Now, does that, does that show a lack of ambition from Ings? Or does that show... Um, uh, you know, to everybody else that Villa are serious and, and you know, players do want to go and play at Villa um, and they are really building something very special there. So it's, it's interesting. It's all very interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of change at Villa at the moment. Uh, John Terry leaving the football club. Obviously, Dean Smith's probably had enough. Um, so, you know, John Terry leaving to pursue his managerial ambitions. Aston Villa mm. looking very lively, but of course... What a week. Um, we've got Harry Kane to discuss on the podcast. We've also got breaking news. As we're recording this very podcast, the latest on Lionel Messi is that PSG are already in talks with uh, the, the, the Argentine sensation um, as he is now a free agent, has been for a few weeks, but now it's official. He's leaving Barcelona. What the hell is going on at the new Camp? I think it's all... It's like a like a pack of cards, a house of cards. It's, it's starting to crumble, and and you know the one saving grace from all of this, they've had their problems. Barcelona financially, everybody knows about. It's well documented. 
um, new rules in La Liga as well. I mean, you know, I think majority of their players are going to need to take, you know, some of them as much as 50% pay cuts just to continue playing for them as per new La Liga rules. So, um, you know, but the saving grace of it all was Messi's going to stay. He's going to take this 50% pay cut. Um, you know, and it was kind of, everything was kind of cool because Messi was staying, but now Messi's not staying. Ronald Koeman's your manager um, and, and you're looking a bit thin on the ground. So, Do you know, do you know what I'd do to fix Barcelona? I think getting rid of Messi is probably a good thing. Um, mm. I, I, I do, I do. And, and the reason why you don't have the financial burden for a start, the team can actually start playing. Everything went through Messi and I get why, yeah. you know, three years ago. Um, you know, and, and we had this debate on the big kickoff last year, sensationally, um, really having a heated debate. Not us two, it was another guest that we had on the show with myself, really debating whether Messi could cut it in the Premier League. I think, you know, look at this Barcelona team, Testegen in goal straight away. Still, he is, in my opinion, in the top five or six goalkeepers in world football. They've still got Antoine Griezmann. They've still got Pedri. They've still got Ansu Fati. They've still got Ousmane Dembele. They've got good, good, good players at that football club. Uh, Memphis Depay, they've got good players. Um, the, the problem you've got is is the financial irregularities now you could look at image and you could look about their world appeal they've still got a hell of a lot of money coming in they do the fact that they're still signed up for the super league is another question we talk about but in terms of messi and barcelona sensational stuff i'm complete left field he was supposed to sign the contract today sweaty palms sweaty heads loosening of collars around the uh, upper midriff of the human bodies at the board director's room at the camp now today and it's broken if he goes to psg i, I, I mean I'm, I'm not being funny you know i thought manchester city got lucky um how much have they spent on Sergio Ramos? Nothing. How much have they spent on Jorginho Wijnaldum? Nothing. How much have they spent on Lionel Messi? Nothing. Who else are they oh, signing? Donnarumma on a free? Nothing, nothing again. And the, the, yeah. these players, you know, you've got to look at the situation and it's all well and good, but is that pushing Mbappe into the transfer cauldron? Well, this is, a, this is again, you know, we talk about tectonic plates moving and you know, all the pieces shifting and, you know, the landscape of football changing. I mean, Messi to no longer be at Barcelona is is one of the 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 biggest shifts in the footballing landscape for the, probably the last 50 years. Like, you know, it, it's unbelievable um, to imagine a Barcelona without Messi and to imagine a, a Messi without being a Barcelona player is unbelievable, really. It, it seems strange to be sat here talking about, but I'm talking about like the, the tectonic plates moving and, you know, Grealish, Grealish going to Manchester City. What does that mean for Kane? Then you've got Aston Villa spending some money. And then then you've, of course, got Southampton selling Ings. You've got potentially Campwell selling Norwich. And all the money is going to filter down into these other clubs. And it just kicks out the market because, you know, you've got people scrapping around for replacements. Teams asking for more money than the players are worth because they know the clubs have got money. Um, it's, just, it's just incredible. And, you know, we've seen a £100 million player now in this country for the first time. Um, we could potentially see, you know, upwards of a hundred million for Kane within the next couple of weeks as well. Um, when all is said and done, I think we'll probably see that happen. Uh, as much as it pains me to say it, you know, this there's some serious money being handed around between clubs at the moment, um, and and all these free transfers, the, all the money is just going literally to agents and players. It's not yeah, going absolutely. to clubs, you know, and that seems to be the way forward in in you know Central Europe you know, on the continent at the moment, uh, 
you know, it seems to be moving away from big transfer fees and it seems to be moving towards all these free transfers. You look at all the big clubs at the moment, nobody's spending any big money on players and Manchester City have just gone out and spent a hundred million pounds on Jack Grealish. Like, yeah, I mean, strange times, at, uh, strange times at, in the market. You look at uh, the odds right now at the time of recording through Skybet, Lionel Messi next club odds. There's a real curveball thrown in here, which I think people need to pay attention to. PSG, 10 to 11. That looks like it's got legs. Second favourites to remain at camp now. 6-4. Can, you know, can a compromise be met? Agents all around the world would be in Lionel's ear. Manchester City, third favourites at 6-1. to one. Uh, I wouldn't write that off. And the mm. MLS, any MLS side 16 to 1, I think you can discount that straight away. I think yeah, I think he's you can. Too young. I, I think he's too young. I think it's straight out uh, those three clubs. If Man City sign Messi, the wages they'll just take care of straight away. But then what does that mean for Harry Kane? Um, yes, you know, this, will is he the, be this is the million dollar Tottenham, question. You know, but, and then that raises its, its ugly head again. I'm not talking about Harry Kane. I'm talking about the situation. He doesn't want to be at Tottenham Hotspur. I've been beating this Harry Kane doesn't want to be a Tottenham Hotspur drum. So much so that the skin on the top layer of the drum is close to caving in. You're like the um, the Macedonia fan of the Euros that was banging his drum, even though the drum, had, the skin had broken, and he was just banging the he the was just banging, yeah. yeah, he was just banging it through the hole. Um, yeah, I mean, you you have and you've been saying this to me for probably three years, uh, you know, rather than recently, but. <laughs> The Harry Kane one is obviously very close to close to home for me as a Tottenham fan. It's very close to my heart. Harry Kane's my, you know, he's my favourite player. I've been stuck behind him through everything. When everyone was slating him in the Euros and I was there saying, no, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of his biggest fans, but he's, he's um, the way he's behaving as a human and, you know, as an employee and as a role model at the moment, I think is, um, is very disappointing. Um, is it media spin? You know, is he always supposed to not have been there this week? Is that is that something that's been manufactured by the media? I don't know. There's, you know, potentially he, he's potentially now ruled himself out of the first game of the season. I mean, what authority has he got to do that? Um, you know, there's there, there, I'm all for him making his feelings felt, but I think what he needed to do, if if obviously everything that, that's being said is true, he needed to get himself into into Spurs Lodge on Monday morning at nine o'clock in the morning, get Daniel Levy in the office and say, look, mate, let's, let's sort this out. This, this, what's happening now is, um, is petty. Um, and it's not necessary. Well, uh, they need, a, they need a to. Curveball. It is a curveball to that. For all you know, that conversation could have taken place already. Um, that conversation could have been Daniel Levy saying, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're not going to transfer list you. Um, the comments, uh, obviously, around um, when you sell a player or hand in a transfer request, um, which we spoke off air about earlier, which you fantastically informed me of the fact that a player will not receive uh, the rest of his contract if he hands in a transfer request. So what's the next next best thing? What do you do? You do a Coutinho. You, you, you feign a bad back. I'm not well. I don't want to be here. You know, you do anything to leave the club. It's quite obvious that Kane loves Tottenham. Um, anybody with half a brain cell knows he loves Tottenham. The reality is Tottenham can't match his ambitions and he's given a hell of a lot to the club. We'll go round and round in circles, up and down, saying the same thing, but it all boils down to the crux of it. 
he does not want to play for Tottenham anymore. Um, but, but what I will say about what I will say about and and again I will just reiterate how how much I you know respect Harry Kane. He's he, he's he deserves a lot. What would but, you do if you were him and you wanted to go? What would you do? Very difficult. It's, it's difficult for me because I'm a Spurs fan and I would always stay at Spurs. It, but, that, that, so that's I, I okay. Can't if you played that. for Barcelona and you didn't want to be there anymore, and the board have promised you something, you know, and there's conspiracy theories around that, but it's quite obvious that something's happened. If you're a mature football man, you will know something has happened behind the scenes. If you were at Barcelona and you wanted to leave because they're not winning anything, they're coming consistently fourth, fifth, sixth. Christ, where was it last season? Seventh? Um, yeah. So, you know... <laughs> What would you do? I know what I would do. I'd do what Harry yeah, Kane. But there's but yeah, but there's a there's a way there's a way to behave. And I, I don't think he's behaved in the way that I would personally expect him to behave as, you know, the the talisman of that team. He's he's everything to what Tottenham. Do you think and fan, Let's get straight to the brass tacks. What, what do I think there? will happen? Does it hinge on Messi? I don't think Messi's going to Man City. I think uh, I don't think that that's even a possibility. The ship sailed uh, last summer. There, do you yeah, think? yeah. I think if it if it could have happened last summer, it would have done. I don't think you know a year on as well. The financial outlay, you know, I know there's a bottomless pit of money at Man City, but their transfer policy seems to be more sort of towards buying players that are you know going to be playing in the first team for four or five years. So um, where's he going to go? Kane. Yeah. It, Harland uh, has got like it's all up in the, the air. Kane has to move now, if he if you're Kane, because you're not going to get the move next summer that you that you will get this summer. The reason being is because Haaland's um, seventy three million pound release clause comes into effect next summer. So Man City, if they don't get Kane this summer, they'll just get Haaland next year. Um, same as United. United are probably going to wait it out. I don't, I don't think Kane goes to United. Um, I don't think they they. <sighs> Rashford, Kane and Sancho or Grealish, Sterling and Kane. You know, Mm. there's uh, for England, as an England fan, I'm loving this. Um, Whichever one he goes to, to build chemistry. I'm I'm just, my opinion on on Kane, if he's got to go. Can he sign to Liverpool? No, he won't go. If Liverpool wanted him, if Liverpool actually put the money up and said, Harry Kane, we want you. He, he, He could quite, I could see him going to Liverpool. Uh, because they're they're a club that of the stature that would fulfil what he wants, but oh. is Li- is Liverpool as much of a guaranteed uh, trophy in hall? You gonna you you guaranteed to win things at Liverpool on the same level as you are at Man City? Um, there is our Man United gonna win things on the same level? No, exactly, and yeah, exactly. It's and City, isn't it? It's Manchester it, City if, or Chelsea, if, but Chelsea if you're again, a if your aim is to go somewhere to win things, which is what all these players talk about, then it's Man City, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I'd agree with that. And do you know what? If you're the agent of Harry Kane and you get wind of City and not interested, then you are on the phone to Spain. Uh, and you'll be on the phone to, my goodness, you know, I wouldn't say Bayern are ready. And I don't think they spend that sort of money. Um, and the other one... I think they would. Italy. I think Bayern have spent money. But again, they're another club whose transfer policy doesn't really... It seems to be more weighted towards they'll get the top sort of German players from the top players of the Bundesliga from other clubs on a free transfer at the end of contracts. Uh, you know, like, a Re- like yeah, Goretzka, um, 
Umpumakanu. Um, you know, they've done that with players. Uh, Lewandowski, they did the same thing. They got him on a free. So that, that again, but I mean, Kane would be a perfect replacement for Lewandowski. But if they get Kane, they will have to... Move um... on Lewandowski. If you're Bayern Munich, you know what I would do on Football Manager? I would offer Lewandowski as bait and say Lewandowski for Kane plus 20 million. Yeah, but Lewandowski's going to go, no, sorry, mate, I don't really want to go to Tottenham. So it's a non-starter. Yeah, I think I think we just have to... That's the other issue that these clubs have see. got. That if, if you start to involve players in this deal... Like, like it's been spoken about the Manchester City where one of them was I'm Merrick Laporte who said he wants to go back to Spain. Yeah, but why would Mares want to leave Man City to go to Tottenham? Because you've got people like Bernardo Silva, Phil Foden, now Jack Grealish uh, at the football club. His playing time may rescind. Yeah, Ferran Torres as well. Um, so there are players that there are players at Man City that I would want at Tottenham. I'd say Gabriel we... Jesus plus 60 million would be fair. No, 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 no. No, because Gabriel Jesus isn't guaranteed game changer for you like Kane is. And 60 million and, and Gabriel Jesus is not enough. Would you take 60 million and Gabriel Jesus for Salah? No. There you go then. There you go. And But it's difficult to convince these players that are going to want to go to Tottenham. You know, we're not going to get Phil Foden out of the deal, are we? We're not no get, chance. We're not going to get Sterling. We're, you know, we're, <laughs> so players. Sterling in eighteen months could be possible um, because of his London roots. Um, but no, r- look right now. Let's be brutally honest. Kane, I think we just have to suck it and see. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think. I know. I like to think. I would like to think that we'd sell him abroad, just so we're not selling him to a rival. But I think, to be honest, City are the only ones. Are Man really City that... rivals to Tottenham? Uh, well, well, they're even further away if we give them Kane. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're not uh, right. You know, that's where we've got to aspire to be. That's where every club should aspire to be. So let's so let's talk about Tottenham's transfer stuff at the moment. Take Kane aside, uh, where are we are as a Tottenham fan, what's 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 going on? So we've had to have a clear out, obviously a major clear out, really. Um, so you, Joe Hart has gone. Joe Hart's gone to Celtic. Um, we've got uh, Juan Foyth has made his uh, loan at Villarreal permanent. Um, who else has gone? Really? Eric Lamella has gone. He's Spain. gone to Sevilla as part of the deal to get uh, Brian. I'm going to call him Brian Gill, but I think you pronounce it Brian Hill, but I'll call him Gill. Um, so he's gone as part of that deal. Um, there are other departures. I think obviously Carlos Vinicius has gone. His loan has finished. That won't be renewed. Um, Gareth Bale has gone back to Real Madrid. Um, so we are having a bit of a clear out. And I think it's obviously everybody knows, any Tottenham fan knows the rebuild has to happen. But unfortunately, we're getting rid of the players now that we should have been getting rid of 18 months ago and replacing them with players. At that point, we would have been able to get better players being in the Champions League at that time. So, so who do we, you want? Coutinho? I don't know. I don't think that's what we need. I, I've seen um, us linked with Connor Cody in the last few days. I would, I would very much like to sign Connor Cody um, because, I mean, we've obviously got Christian Romero coming. Connor Cody's a good player, but I think he, um, I think he's a straight Europa League uh, store. That's where we are, mate. Though, aren't we? And you get yeah, Connor I think Cody it'd be good and... for the homegrown. He's a good player. I'm not disputing it as a Liverpool fan. He's, uh, you know, more than welcome back on Merseyside. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. And if I was in control of Tottenham right now, I would be looking at that market and I would be looking at centre forwards. Yeah, I the, the thing I'm worried you know, about. It's the what game. worries me. Ten yeah, days what... left. Yeah, what worries me is, it, all right, okay, let's say we sell Kane on deadline day. We sell Kane on deadline day for 150 million. Well, it's too late. 
<laughs> what are you going to do on deadline day of 150 million? Unless you've got something lined up. I'll tell you who's what avail- I'll do, mate. Who's if available you then? On deadline day, if they offered you 150 million, I'd take it and I'd just just suck it up for six months while you look at something more permanent. Uh, I I heard um, you know on um, and we did a I did a podcast earlier on a Liverpool FC podcast where we mentioned uh, Isco. Uh, available needing mm. game time. Uh, yeah, I'd have him at Spurs. I mentioned Desencio, uh need, Yeah, need I'd have another player. I'd have well. him at Spurs. And uh, these are players that, that look to be available that would would fit in absolutely perfectly at Tottenham. So look, we yeah, spoke a bit but about the trouble Tottenham, is, the so. trouble is, I think we yeah. Sorry, just to finish, I think if we're going to sign a centre forward, you need a similar centre forward to Kane. Not in ability wise, it's impossible, but Marlon? in the sense of mm, uh, what from PSV. Yeah. No, he's going to Dortmund. He's gone to Dortmund. Uh, so. um you know, it needs to be someone, you know, English, pr- preferably, um, goal score. You know, I, I really think we should have signed Ings. Um, I like Calvert-Lewin a lot. Um, yeah, I know that's not always a popular Bamford. thing. Patrick mm, Bamford. I think ba- Patrick Bamford uh, is, is um, probably not the right one. I wouldn't have said. But no, it's a good shout. I hadn't even thought of him, really. But it's difficult because Callum there aren't Wilson. that. No, he's injuries. not. not uh, injuries. He's not going to can't replace Kane with Callum Wilson. I almost think we probably need to sign two strikers. But at the moment, I mean, we we haven't really been playing with a striker in preseason. We've been playing with Lucas Moura um, through the middle or Son. So, okay, so we've we've got that. Chelsea. We'll flip over to uh, London again. We'll we'll move across to London to West London. Um, yeah. Chelsea. Obviously, Romelu Lukaku. Uh, that deal looks like it's gathering massive, massive pace. Yeah. I don't really expect to see too much else from Stamford Bridge. No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, I think there's... They splurged uh, last season. I'm, yeah, I'm not even sure if they've signed anyone else. They have got the centre-out. They signed the centre-out last year, French one. He's come back off of loan. I can't even remember his name. Um, to be fair, I don't really pay a lot of attention to Chelsea deeply because I'm not, not a big fan of theirs. Obviously, more outgoing under- with Hudson Adoy. Uh, looking mm, for a- I mean, that would be a good seems- signing for Tottenham uh, or Liverpool or the Arsenal. The trouble is, yeah, yeah, Arsenal. If Arsenal could get around there, but I just don't think players aren't going to go from Chelsea to Tottenham. It's just not really a very, um, you know, Trotten it's not. Path, a, it's, not a tr- it's not. It's or- not. Or unless, or back in the day, we would maybe get a few cast offs from Chelsea, like Arsenal do now. But um, it's not really like oh, say so a well trodden path. Arsenal. My God, so it's Campbell. late. Yeah, so don't talk to me about him. But um, so Chelsea, they will get Lukaku. They need a centre forward. I just don't. It doesn't sit right with me again. Um, you know, Lukaku. They sold him for what? 35 20, thirty-five million, maybe when they sold yeah. to Everton. Yeah. Uh, uh, and they're signing him back. What four, five years later? They're doing the same it's, as what they did with Matic, what they did with Daniel Yeah, but the Lewis. money you're talking about, the money you're talking about this time. Little, yeah, absolutely. Man United Pogba realms, isn't it? Um, in terms yeah. of uh, in terms of Manchester United, obviously bringing in Sancho, bringing in Rafael Varane to add to the addition mm. of Bruno Fernandes, uh, they, they look uh, like they're doing fantastic business. I think if I was at the board of directors and the transfer committee at Old Trafford, there's one player I want. Uh, and that's Harry Kane. Um, mm. Yeah, know, he, he that, completes that, doesn't he? He does I don't complete. think Solskjaer will be there at the end of the season. I think the team now is maybe, you know, it might, if he doesn't get results this season, he's had time. Uh, I think they'll go for a big wig, maybe a Simeone, maybe a Bielsa uh, from Leeds in Old Trafford. And I think that they are now, I would start that, but I hate to say it, 
they look as if they're now positioning themselves uh, to have a go. Um, yeah, they're going they're to go toe to toe with City, aren't they? That's what they're hoping. Um, like like Liverpool did, like Liverpool did, uh, you know, two years ago when you went toe to toe with City for two years and eventually got the better of them. Um, that's what United need to do now. Because to be fair, that Liverpool team we spoke about on the last podcast mm. the, from 2018 to 2020 was literally just. Uh, still you know, finished third last season. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But obviously, you, you had your problems last season. Um, so that you know, that team was ruthless. They wanted to beat City to the league. They wanted to beat City to the league. How United need to go in there with that mentality now, where right, we're the, we are the number one challenges to City. We need to go toe to toe with them. And to be fair, you cannot knock them for what they've gone into the transfer market and done. They needed a centre half. They went and got Rafael Varane, one of the best centre backs in the world. They needed a right winger. They've needed one for years. And every every United fan will tell you. And they went out and got the best English young prospect in that position in the world. Because he's not, you know, he's not even played in the Premier League before. Yeah. Um, you know, so the United, uh, you know, have done probably what Liverpool needed to do as well this summer and go out and put them put their money where their mouth is and but say we'll, we're gonna we'll we're, to, we're gonna uh, go up, we're gonna go up against you, Man City, and you know, we're not gonna let you leave us behind, which we'll you've got to say go to fair play to United for that. We will go to United, but just a quick one, last thing on United. If you're a United fan, um I, I mean you've got to be looking at that thinking, well what what the hell are we doing? Getting on the pitch, hanging on the crossbar, burning shirts outside the ground and protesting and fighting with policemen about your owners. Yeah, they're you know spending, what, aren't they? You know, yeah, absolutely. They're back in the gaffer. Think, you know. They've given the manager a new six-year contract. They've given him a new centre-half. They've given him Jaden Sancho on a plate. Um, you, I think you'll find Pogba will end up, he'll sign a new contract. And they're saying, yeah, we're going to go, we're gonna to go PSG, up against him. He I mean, ain't going to PSG. My God, PSG. He ain't going. On and football it, but, manager, my word, you'd want to go there. But uh, look, uh, let's let's we, we spoke about Man United. We've obviously got the big kickoff coming in just over a week after the TTM Sports Radio Show. The state of play available on ninety six point six Froom FM. Before we go to Anfield, let's go back down to London and let's talk about the red half of North London. I think uh, they're getting a bad a bad rep over this Ben White deal because I think he's a very good player. I think he's a fantastic mm. player. It's not his fault he was at Brighton. I think a lot of Arsenal fans no. going, I've been speaking to Arsenal fans, uh, ex-members of TTM, um, really, about, about Arsenal fans, and they're saying, oh, it's awful, absolutely disgraceful sign. I'm thinking, what? He's a, you know, he's part of the Euro 2020 squad proper, um, Ben White. Uh, I think he's a very, very, very good piece of business. The issue you've got you know who's the other centre back and who's your right back and and you know I think left left yeah. sided of defence there's got probably up there with the best in the league with Tierney and Tavares um they they very yeah. good. Tavares very good player Liverpool uh, were interested but it you know it looks as if we're we're sticking with Schumacher but in terms of Ben White that is outstanding business they've still got Aubameyang and Lacazette at the top they've still got Saka they've still got Pepe they've still got Thomas Partey they they, they they're mm. a good team I, I'm not going to doubt it but I. <laughs> I don't think Arteta's the right man for the job. This is it. I don't. I said this at the beginning of last season. Just because of who he is, his record is pretty much on a par with uh, with Unai Emery. But because he's Arteta, he's doing a good job. Yeah, um, I, I, I have said this before on, on the podcast, uh, and I always say it quietly because because I don't want it to happen. If you say it quietly, it might not. Um, Arsenal going into the going into the start of this season off they the should back do of well. a good finish, a good finish last season as well. No European football, like you said uh, before on the podcast. Top um, six, no excuse. 
I think, yeah, yeah, it's a big season for him. He's got to deliver something now. And um, I, I actually think Arsenal, are, it's going to be Tottenham and Arsenal probably going for that last sixth spot in the Europa League. Oh, I don't oh, see, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't see Rafa Benitez Everton getting... What what do Arsenal need? Yeah, what do they need? Def- it's defensive, isn't it? I think attacking wise, they're good. I just think they've got an issue at the back. Mm, yeah, I think I still think they're a bit. I still think they need a centre midfielder as well, because I, although Xhaka did have a good competition in the Euros, he was actually very good. Some of the best I've ever seen him play, um, Xhaka. So he's obviously going to stay signed new contract. Gwen Doozy's gone. Um, they're going to look at getting rid of Joe Willock up to Newcastle. Yeah, twenty five million pound deal uh, agreed, I believe. Yeah, so you've got you've got a, you know Thomas Partey in there, okay, no problem. You have got Torreira coming back from loan; he hasn't had a good year. Um, I think they need a centre midfielder still. Uh, James Madison seems to be linked to him a lot, um, as far as I'm concerned. With James Madison, I don't I don't like him. Uh, I think he's I think he's good player, uh, though, mate. I, yeah, he's, he's he's a poor man's Grealish at the end of the day. Jack, James Harrison, uh, James Harrison, sorry, you're James Harrison, um, James Madison. James Madison, for me, uh, if he goes to Arsenal, even more reason not to like him uh, or them. Yep. And then finally, we'll wrap up this podcast uh, before, obviously, we've got, as I've mentioned earlier, the radio show uh, out next Monday, followed by the big kickoff. Um, Anfield. Liverpool Mm. Football Club, suspiciously quiet. Concerning? Um. If if I'm a Liverpool fan, James, I know you've just been on the uh, on on the uh, on the live stream cop talk with FTB, uh, gems on there, um, and and the feeling is very much that that you know where's the money was the main feeling I was getting mm. across from that. Obviously watching it because we've, um, we've made it, we've made yeah, the money. Yeah, the the money's there, and and I, I think that my thing with Liverpool is obviously I hope it's tr- I hope it's going to happen, but I think the problem is you're getting left behind. You're getting left behind by United and City and Chelsea to a point who have all shown their hand. Um, Liverpool are quietly working away with what they've got, which is fine, which is fair enough. And a very good point was made about the, you know, the, the fact that your squad, your first team squad pretty much has been together all summer. You haven't had players at the Euros to the latter stages. You haven't had players well in the Copper America. Well. You've had, yeah, they've all had a proper rest and then a good pre-season with Klopp. So, in terms of in terms of a team that are ready to go from day one, I would say, yeah, you are ready to go. You we all guess. know it's all on the start. The Premier League is all about the start, unless you're Alex Ferguson. But... Well, we said that this time last year, though, and, and Man City were, they were down in 11th with about eight games played. Mm-hmm. And then they just went on a monster run. Do you know and what I, I, think I called it as well. Go on, I, go on. I think we need, a, I think we need a, a central midfielder. Yeah, absolutely. If Kaita stays fit... He just genuinely actually play well. Um, I, I just think he can't stay fit. And yeah, are problem. you gonna get are you gonna get fifty games out of him next season? Like you would, no. like you like you've been doing with Wayne Alden for the last four years. No, I think of, of high think quality it's seven it's out of ten. the issue with Sayul is the wages and Liverpool yeah. have a specific wage structure that we need. which was always the problem at Tottenham. You got to go for Telemans again. It's yeah, because fee. you're looking at yeah. seventy million. Yeah, but uh, you know that's the that's the coming rate, mate. Unfortunately, these transfers, you know, we talk about we can talk about the COVID situation is gonna gonna make you know teams not spend the money. It it it's not necessarily, but the ones that are spending the money, like I was saying earlier, that money will start trickling down. So yeah, okay, all right. Let's say uh, Liverpool haven't got seventy million pounds to spend on 
um, Telemans. Maybe not, but someone will if they want him because the yeah. money's all trickling down, you know? Uh, you know, Aston Villa have got £100 million to spend right now. Well, they've Transfer spent, budget. they've, well, then again, they would have had an original budget as well. Actually, exactly. They? So, so they've they now are... got 100, they've just got £100 million. So that means that if they want Todd Campbell, Todd Campbell that uh, three weeks ago would have been worth. 15 to 25 million. 15 to, yeah, max, max. I don't know what his contract situation to is. To Aston Villa now, he's 40. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want keep, James Ward-Prowse. Keep going. Keep I want going. James yeah. Ward-Prowse. Up at Liverpool, yeah, I think yeah. he'd be a good signing. But is he, you know, Man United have signed Jaden Sancho, you've signed James Ward-Prowse, you know, is that of the level that's going to put you in contention to go head-to-head with those two Manchester yeah, clubs? Or, or are they going to yeah, pull away and now? I'll, and I'll, I'll, I take your point, but I'll raise it. This is Jurgen Klopp and it's a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, but I, I think, mean every uh, every club's yeah. the same. Every club's the same. They're all looking for that. You can final sign the best players the... in the world. It necessarily doesn't always work. Just take a look at Real Madrid's Galacticos. You can spend big on yeah. massive players on the world's best. Whether they fit into that system's another another thing. However, going back to Man United, they had they had Mason Greenwood. If you were to play him week in week out. The kid's proven he's getting goals. Well, are they gonna? They might decide to start playing Mason Greenwood through the middle. But then, what about Rashford on the left with with Sancho on the right? But back to Anfield, yeah. it's a central yeah. midfielder for me, and maybe an additional striker. And I think we need to get rid of a bit of dead wood. Um, but you know, it's all it's all going to go off. I mean, we've been talking now on air for nearly uh, half hour, thirty five minutes. The people listening to the show maybe just arriving to work, maybe just finishing off the morning coffee and the cigarette, maybe just relaxing in your lounge. Um, but the reality is now um, we've got big, big, big shows coming up with TTM. We're working behind the scenes tirelessly to get more ex-professionals onto the show. Global Football Series is tentatively in the works. We have the top fives coming back to YouTube, which I know James really likes sorting out and, and, and working hard on. We've got the radio show, the state of play on TTM coming back next Monday for you. The big kickoff is coming back. And also some good blogs out and about on YouTube as well. Kicking off, I wanted to keep it under wraps, but England v Andorra will be blogged by TTM Sports in attendance at that game. So there's a lot to look forward to. Um, James, thank you very much. Any closing statements uh, as usual from yourself? No, but all right, I'll go with one. I like a big prediction on the show, all right? And, and, and you wait for the big kickoff, I'll be making some more. Here's mine. Print it, screenshot it, whatever, record it. Harry Kane's not leaving. And there you have it, the thoughts of a Tottenham fan on edge. Uh, James Hounsell of TTM Sports predicting that Harry Kane won't leave Tottenham Hotspur. If you disagree with him and want to get onto the show, look no further than our website, www.thinktwicemedias.com. Leave us a message. If you want to get in contact with us quicker than that, you can go to Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, TTM Sports. Look us up, drink it in, revibrate your ears, ensure that you listen to the sports football podcast by real people for the real fans.
Podcast Network.